0: from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective even though our perspectives may not be shared all right this is another episode of Meredith first sight season 14 episode 13 popping the questions all right let's just get into it all right so it's 17 days until decision day and it's 39 days of marriage so we're at katina and olajuwon so uh it's funny cuz I didn't cause I know everybody has beef beef with a large one and it's not that it's warrant not that it's not warranted sure I definitely see everybody's uh apprehension about him and, criti- and criticism about him and which is fair but to me you know it, it's so funny cuz I don't know why I was trying so hard to uh try to figure out what kind of a guy he is and he he literally says it in his episode where it's where he says, you know, he's a traditional guy. So he wants to have a traditional woman. And I was like, oh, yeah, that makes complete sense. So, I mean, granted, his delivery might be abusive and all that stuff. But essentially, you know, he just wants his, not just, but he wants his girl to, you know, cook clean just how how it used to be. And I'm like, yeah, because, like, isn't that what men want? i mean isn't that what women want women want a traditional guy right someone to be protective and pay all the bills blah 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 so isn't that what he's doing so in turn shouldn't she be um traditional for him why why does the tradition only stay on one side why why does the woman think that oh no i'm gonna be a modern woman you know get all the money all this stuff blah 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 And you stay traditional while I be modern. I was like, "Mm, no. How come you get to get what you want? But he doesn't. So if he's going to be traditional and protect you, you know, go downstairs to make sure there's nobody in the house. You know, at night, Um, stay on the street, stay on the side of the street where the cars come. So if he so if a car comes and he gets hit. You know, he can push you out the way. He dies and you you get saved. If he wants all, if he, you know, if you want all that traditional stuff, then how come he can't have a traditional wife where you cook and you clean? And the funny thing is he will offer that too. He will want to cook and clean. He has no problem with cooking and cleaning, but he wants you to do that too. (laughs) You know, and sometimes he'll do it together. So I don't know why everybody's getting on one when he's essentially giving you what you guys are asking for, it's just that you didn't realize that men will want the same thing out of you. <laughs> you want him to be tradition, traditional, then you got to be traditional too. So why, why is why is there a big fight? Again, not necessarily defending him, even though I am. Um, I'm just defending that notion that he that people are saying that he's not allowed to ask what he's asking for and he should be but again his delivery is trash anyway so that's what he did that's what essentially what he wants but things are going for them things are going good for them um as of right now so and okay so we get to mark and Lindsay, of course you know beef abound (laughs) you know they always they're always having trouble so Lindsay, of course is crying not crying to the camera but definitely crying and she's saying that you know she's not appreciative and i mean she's not getting appreciated blah 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 you know she's perpetually sad and she's just a freaking whiner and she's like she's like oh i want consistency from you um I haven't been getting, I haven't been getting what I want, blah blah blah, and then Mark goes, well, I haven't, well, I haven't been getting what I want from you either, and then she just goes, well, yeah, like shrug, like okay, whatever, and that's messed up. You are like you don't even want to hear his issues with you, but you want to whine and complain about your issues all day. Um and um, Lindsay's like, well, you you know, um, Mark is saying. He doesn't like the way that he gets talked to. It's not healthy, and Lindsay is just like you know, I I want communication in the first place because you know, he's because she's saying healthy communication. I want that to be consistent, and he's like, well, your communication is trash because how you talk to me isn't healthy, and it isn't. She's very berating. She's very degrading, and she wants to hurt, 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 hurt you and mark goes you know what i try to do is calm and bring order to the argument and he does do that he does a great job of that and he likes to keep the composure but you know Lindsay, she's like oh i don't want somebody someone so rigid, someone who will make me feel appreciated and cared for someone who doesn't walk away and you know yak 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 and he goes, hey, listen, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not the husband you wanted. um, And but, you know, he's trying. And then she's like, oh, no, 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 you don't try. No, you don't try. And he's like, um, do I ever once pack a bag and say I'm leaving? And then, you know, that like shuts her down because like she just completely changes the argument. And she's like, all I want is consistency, Mark. And I'm like, ooh, I know that hurt because you went back to the original argument because you tried to get him because it's true. Mark has not once said like I'm leaving and pack a bag and leave the only time there's two times that he left but only because you literally told him to leave you were like Mark leave Uh, all I want is space so you better leave so he left but he never out of his own volition it was just you you owe every two seconds Lindsay's like I'm done I'm done I'm so done even in Next week's, <clears throat> excuse me, next week's um previews, she's like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. She's always done. She always shuts down. But well, whatever. She's the worst. But I'm glad Mark, you know, sticking up for himself. Okay. So now this episode has uh, Pastor Cal and Dr. Pepper coming in and helping the uh, couples decide what kind of questions they still need to ask their partner to get over the hump, you know, for the upcoming weeks of Decision Day. So, we come up with Stephen, Stephen Noy, and uh, Noy is with Pastor Cal. So, um, Pastor Cal, is he with Pastor Cal? Yeah. So, Pastor Cal believes that, social media is the big problem in their relationship because Noy always wants to express her feelings in the air and to the public and Steve doesn't want that. Not only does Steven Steve doesn't want that, he has put up a boundary saying, Hey, come to me first before you like feel the need to post anything expressive and stuff like that and she's like mm. and she just does it. And she's like, Oh, I know, I know it's a big problem I should stop, blah blah blah. And then again they bring up the finances and um what's it called? And, and and this is why I always say to women who say money isn't everything because when there's an issue, it's that's usually the first thing that comes up. Um can you hold on the job? No one needs to feel secure in this area. And it's true, because, like, she's always getting up on Steve's nerve. I mean, granted, it's kind of Steve's fault, because he really has given her, like, no basis on how he's going to acquire money, even though Steve is extremely lax and calm about it. But Pastor Cal says, like, hey, you know, it's because of your background is why you feel that you need to know where this money's coming from cuz you know you're immigrant blah 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 born in a refugee camp and you need to know where this money's coming from because you don't want to ever go back to that situation and I understand that and that's why I always feel that like when people when women sway away finances oh you, you'll figure it out later or or it's it's not an issue it's not an issue yes it is yes it is women women always bring up money always 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 that's why I haven't gone in the dating pool, even though I want to so bad. It's because, you know, y'all want to know about fucking finances. So why am I gonna play myself? Um. Uh, Dr. Pepper and Steve they're talking, and Dr. Pepper is like, "Yo, you need to come up with a game plan," so she feels secure. And Steve is like, "Yeah." Um, But he doesn't just want to facilitate for someone else and give up on his vision of what a future is just to appease somebody's f- uh, fearfulness, which I understand, too. You don't want to be slave to somebody's vision and stuff like that. Because, again, let's say, let's say he, um, okay, so let's say Noi wants him to do a nine to five, right? And make, like, let's say 50 grand. But if he can make 50 grand per job, not per job, but let's say per assignment, and it's not a nine to five, it's just by contract, or like, you know, he, or maybe he gets several gigs in a month that equates to 50,000, like, would that suffice? Or does Noi need the regimen of him being nine to five because that's when she that's when she'll feel secure that oh okay he has a full time job as opposed to cherry picking which jobs he can get even though they will acc- amount to the same amount of money um would that be okay and I think that's the thing that he wants he wants to have that freedom. You know, okay, you know, he will get up at 12 today and start on the work. Or then, you know, the next day, all right, you know what, I'm going to get up at 8 a.m. So I can work maybe for like five hours and then I'll have the rest of the day free. You know, he wants that freedom. Whereas Noi, yeah, maybe she wants that too. But she knows from 9 to 5 or 8 to 6 or whatever. She knows um that that position is secure and she's good. You know, so... I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't know what she necessarily wants. I mean, I mean, I know. Well, yeah. I don't know what she wants in terms of either or. W- will that be better, or there is no choice? She wants him to get a full-time job. So then, Doctor Pepper just wants Steve to do that so noise fear can be quelled. So we get to Katina and Olajuwon, and Olajuwon was with Doctor Pepper, and Katina's with Pastor Cal. Um so Pastor Cal wants Pastor Cal wants Katina to ask Elajuan why he was so triggered about that dating app because there might be some things hidden in his past that he you know he might want to bring up because maybe I don't know somebody cheated on him or something like that and it, and it came from a dating app or something. Um but I don't know why, like while Katina was Talking about the dating app thing, I don't know why people are like letting her go about that, like letting it brush off. Oh, you had a dating app on your phone? Eh, eh, whatever. Like, hmm? word, we're not gonna, we're not gonna investigate that. So that, so that's only me. Um, like, why? Because is it just, is it just because she's a girl? Because again, if Elijah one had that dating app on there. Even if they were going to let it slide, they'd be like, come on, buddy. You know, why'd you have that? Why'd you have that dating app on there? You know, you know, you're not supposed to have that dating app on there. He would have gotten a talking to. It would have been addressed. That's what I'm saying. But nobody's addressing it to Katina. It's just like, oh, you had a dating app? All right, whatever. Keep going. Tell me the rest of the story. And it's like, word? Why? But it could be my paranoia. Um, But I don't know why. No one is talking about that. <laughs> um, Dr. Pepper goes to Olajuwon and Dr. Pepper asks Olajuwon what do you need um Katina to be? And he says, Yo, I need it. I need her to be her, keep being vulnerable, don't placate me, you know, you can you can give your own honest answer. Because he feels that sometimes she appeases him by giving an answer that he think he would like. And I don't know, maybe that's like a defense mechanism because she could be scared of him. Only because he does wild out when he doesn't get his way. And he's not trying to be like that, but I mean, that's how you act. Um, but again, I don't like when one um, talks about his relationship because he just gives me this vibe like he's hiding something and i i hate it when he speaks for like he speaks for both partners i mean clearly even though he would have to because she's not there like still like yeah you know yeah me and my wife you're wearing good standing blah blah, blah. me and my wife my wife my wife that's like his favorite phrase like he and that's why i don't like it it's almost like you know he's claiming her it's property and stuff like that and I don't know like even though I do like Olajuwon he is very intense um but I don't know I don't I don't like the way that he like speaks about his relationship like everything is he gives the impression that everything is okay when sometimes it might not be or maybe he doesn't even know that things are bad because he is indirectly causing it um but yeah so uh and then dr pepper asks him like why uh, that she is asking him about his so-called abusive behavior because he she said that you know one time he said that that she didn't have any life skills and that she is behind him in maturation you know in maturity and he's like, "You know what? I'm really bothered by this. Um I don't I don't like this. He said she said stuff, you know, you're trying to paint me as the bad guy. But if she really feels this way, then she should say no on decision day." You know, he gets really amped up cuz I mean, I get it. You know, people are people are accusing you of being abusive. I completely understand that. Uh but I mean, we can go back to the videotape, bro. Like you your delivery is horrid you really go for the jugular when you're mad and you have abusive tendencies and and, and I don't want to say that but i mean the the proof is there um you you're just really harsh with your words and you need to dial it back and you always say that you want to and that you're aware of this but you don't because we keep seeing it happen <laughs> so I can see where Dr. Pepper comes, you know, trying to come in and be like, yo I mean, are these things true? Because you did say like, you need to, you want to see like the value of her being a woman and she, and see she ugh, see if she um gets to be in that status and it's like, whoa, buddy like, you're trying to see if she's trying to be if she matches your standard of what a woman is and again I know that sounds super harsh because I get what you're trying to say because women do it all the time oh you ain't no man because you can't do X, Y, and Z of what I think a man should be so I understand that and I get that and I, and you have the right to call her out on that but at the same time the delivery is harsh, super harsh but we go to Annoying Steve after their meeting with Pastor Cal and Dr. Pepper and noise like Oh, uh Steve's like, "Well, did you talk about, you know, the social media stuff?" And like, "Yeah." You know, and I and I understand, completely understand what you're talking about, but I'm not I'm still not going to stop." And he's like, "What? Like, you keep you keep posting stuff." And she's like, "Well, it's not about you. It's not about you." Yes, it is. No, stop it. It is completely about him. I don't know what you're talking about. So, um yeah, it's it's completely about him. And and that's messed up. But And she's like, well, you know, I'm not going to stop. You know, Pastor Cal is not a part of my life. And, you know, whatever. So I'm just going to keep putting stuff up. And he's like, you do realize that you're giving off the impression that I'm not good enough for you. And she really doesn't have an answer for that. And I was like, that's messed up, Noi. And he was like, yo, listen, you know, I need to. She's like, I need to know about. Oh, no, he, he says, okay. We're gonna, you know, you keep talking about those damn finances, so we're gonna come up with a, we're gonna come up with a game plan, and I'll show you what my game plan is. So you can shut the fuck up. And <laughs> she, and she's like, okay, finally. And she's like, all right. You know, I need to know what his game plan is so I can trust him. Okay. Um. So now we go to Mark and Lindsay. And Mark, Mark meets with Doc. No. Mark meets with Pastor Cal, and Dr. Pepper meets with Lindsay. And mark no. Pastor Cal asks Mark to ask Lindsay. You should ask her why does she communicate so aggressively. And um. And he's like, "All right, cool." And then Mark, uh. It, but the thing is, you know, they do have, they do share a bonding moment because Pastor Cal says, "Look, at, listen, I know Lindsay. I understand. Like her delivery is crazy and stuff." And he's like, "Yeah," and he's like, "But you shut down, and you know that's not cool. What's up with that?" And then Pastor Cal is like, "Do you think?" Oh no, he says it reminds me of when my mom would yell at my dad, and then uh, Pastor Cal is like, "Do." Do you think you're going to be like your dad? Do you think you're your father in the relationship? And then he starts to well up and cry. And he's like, "Yo, no one's ever asked me that before." Cuz I guess he didn't realize that like, "Yo, I'm my father in this situation and I'm I'm buckling down and I'm not necessarily standing up for myself or, or I'm shook." So that's why Patrick Al says, "You need to ask her why she communicates she communicates so aggressively like that." So Dr. Pepper and Lindsay meet dr pepper ask yeah why why are you what's up and then she's like yo I'm sad I'm sad all the time it's like okay why are you sad all the time and she says you know I'm sad because like um my mom' used to always you know um cut me down so that's why I go for you know make me sad and it made me mad that's why when I go and get angry I, I cut people down sort of like not revenge but like that's That's the thing that I get. That's what I do. And she's like, oh, I need consistency and blah, blah, blah. You know, the consistency thing again. And then, I mean, it came to my, it came to a realization, I think. um, And maybe it's a combination of hearing other people speak about her and stuff like that. But I think that's probably why she's in the field that she's in, the hospice care, because those people literally need her or they can't survive. So I think that's why she needs that adulation so much and then because they they are thankful for her and and her existence but it's like not everybody needs that much of your care Lindsay. you Mm -hmm. know what i mean people the people in your life can walk can do things that they can do by themselves that maybe you probably thought that they couldn't do but they can you know because you've been taking care of people who are probably like bedridden or like on their last legs out, and you're helping them, and you're helping them, and they totally need you, and you're and you're happy to do that because you literally chose the profession to do that. But Mark is not bedridden, you know. He's not emotionally inept. Um, he's a fully functional human being. He can do things by himself, and he may he may not be giving you the consistency or the uh, appreciation that you need because he doesn't need you like that like like he's on his last deathbed you know what i mean i mean that he's on his deathbed so i don't know and and lindsay's like if i get mad it's because of something i can't change which makes me sad so we finally got to like the root of the problem why lindsay does that so hopefully in the future now that she knows what's going on she won't freaking do that crap you know all the time we get to jasmine and michael so jasmine um so michael admits that he used to do things out of obligation because he really didn't like her but now he does it because he cares and but jasmine is not even doing that any no, not even doing that she's like not really feeling him not that she's not attracted to him she is but she doesn't feel anything when he maybe like tries to like hold her tries to hold her hand or anything like that there's like nothing there and uh she feels that well not even that she feels she knows that something's missing and she says that if that spark happens then they could probably be intimate but as of right now you know, it's just nothing. And I feel you because I, I think one, one of the biggest things like she's well, at least she looks like she's like a foot taller than him. And we all know that women love tall men or at least taller than them, you know, and she's free. I don't know if she's tall, but he's definitely short. But for him to compensate for that, he has muscles. So the protection is there, even though despite even though despite that he's short, she does seem like that she would go behind him and you know he would like step up if something like happened you know what i mean so that's good um, <clears throat> so we go to Stephen Noy so this is the game plan so Noy wants him to do something gaining income and Steve suggests okay you know do you want me to do a full time job uh, and she, she i mean she doesn't really answer um because he's like cuz you understand i can do like freelance and i could probably make the same amount of the full-time job and if i can do that i would want to do that but if you want me to have a full uh full-time job i guess that would something that would be something that i would be okay with but then she stays super silent about it so i was like yo what do you want me to do i guess maybe she wants him to choose but but he has i mean that's why we're having this conversation anyway he wants to i was gonna say freestyle he wants to freelance and just make the amount of money that he would be sitting behind a desk. But she won't allow him to do that because she needs to see visually how he's making the money. But I don't know. And and it, it and they were talking about kids and, and, and bank accounts and all this stuff and Noi wants to have a child by next year, and I'm like, why? Like, what is your freaking rush? I mean, granted, yes, she does want three kids, but, like, you just said that you don't want to live in the same house as your husband after you guys say yes on decision date, but you want to have a child by next year? Does this make any sense to you? So you just want what you want, right? And we're supposed to just abide by that. We're just supposed to go along with that, right? Because that makes sense. <sighs> anyway. So, um, um, it's 14 days till decision day. They have like a team, another team up thing. So they do volleyball at this place, is indoor volleyball at this really cool place. Then, you know, they all start talking about their relationships. But what's the secret sauce is that Dr. Pepper and Pastor Cal are in a room in, in the facility watching what the, uh, couples are doing because they want them to uh utilize the lessons that they learned the previous day currently in front of them to see if they're doing it and like half the people are half the people aren't and uh they all sit down the couple sit down and a lot no steve asks, all right how's everybody doing in their relationships and stuff so everybody keeps everybody's saying their spiel then one is saying like yo you know I, I don't give a fuck what's going on. It's like, you know, Dr. Pepper, you know, didn't help me at all. And whatever. She's trying to accuse me. You know, if I'm being the bad person, then let me know. Blah, blah, blah. And she's hearing all, she's hearing all this. And so is Dr. Pepper. I mean, So is uh, Pastor Cal. And he's like, whoa, like, you hear all this? And she's like, yeah, I hear all this. Come on, let's go. Let's go outside. So they finally go outside. And he's like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't know that she was here. I would have not talk shit and you saw him he's like fuck he like he screams it like damn she caught me but it wasn't really a catch catch she was like yo i hear what you said but i'm just trying to make sure that katina's happy and everything is good and regardless of he said or she said i just want to make sure that everybody's happy and everybody is getting what they want and if that's the case then that's the case and that's it so yeah i mean that's pretty much it and everybody went through their whole like uh, summary of what uh Dr. Pepper and Pastor Cal said to them individually you know all together for everybody to hear but I mean that was about it that was pretty much a short episode um yeah nothing much really happened but I mean well other than the the breakthrough with Mark and Lindsay but they definitely still need assistance with that so yeah i mean that's that's pretty much about it um hopefully uh, hopefully things get better but by but seeing the next week's episode it it, it doesn't it doesn't look that good at all <laughs> but anyway um yeah okay so you know what time it is it is the ands uh self-edition it is the skin deeps the and self-edition card game and this is card number 88 all right so let's see what 88 has in store for me what word should i use more often what would that say about me what word should i use more often (sighs) probably i mean the the immediate thing is like yes because yes opens up doors while no does not and um What would that say about me that I'm, that I'm being more open. You know, I remember, uh, I don't know if I said it on this podcast, but, um, that I recently came from a trip from LA, which was awesome. But, um, and someone says, oh, you know, you're finally a traveler. That's great. I'm like, I don't, I'm not traveling. It's just that like the thing that I wanted to see is, was in LA. So I have to go and see it there (laughs) you know i have to travel to go and see it but i'm not like a traveler like ooh, i want to go here i want to go here i want to go here even though i am following some places on instagram that look freaking beautiful and i'm like yo i need to hit that spot uh but yeah um yeah again you know age 40 to 45 i'm trying to make this the most transformative years of my life you know or at least you know this decade from 40 to 50 i want this to be the most transformative decade that you know i've ever had and you know from 50 on live live that life in abundance so hopefully that uh works out for me uh yeah i mean that's i mean that's it essentially (laughs) so um yeah that's the end of the show Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Listen Notes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is Tink Pod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at t-i-n-q-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com that is at tinkpodcast at gmail.com and i'll read your suggestions on the next show so after today's episode i'm not saying i have the dating world figured out but i am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it thank you for listening my name is martini Jean, and i am the inquisitive nobody